0: Hi, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is the podcast where I read this book and all the stuff in this English language that I speak and maybe most of you speak as well. Although I really do hope that there are uh, non-English speakers listening to this. And then years from now, they can say, I learned how to speak English from this weirdo on a podcast who speaks like this. Uh, yeah, that, that'll that be interesting. All right, the first word for this episode is clout, C-L-O-U-T, first form, noun from before the 12th century. One is uh, chiefly British dialect, a piece of cloth or leather, and the synonym is rag. Uh, That is definitely not the clout that I'm familiar with. Two, a blow, especially with the hand. Also, a hard hit in baseball. Number three, a white cloth on a stake or frame used as a target in archery. And number four, the synonyms are pull and influence, as in political clout. This is from Old English, klut, akin to the Middle High German close, which means lump, and also from the Russian gluda. I know I am having terrible pronunciation on all these because I don't know how to speak Russian or Middle High German or Old English. Okay, second form of clout. Transitive verb from the 14th century. One, to cover or patch with a clout. So would that be the white cloth for archery or the rag? What would that be? To cover or patch with a clout, maybe. Uh, Number two, to hit forcefully. Next is clove, C-L-O-V-E, clove. First form, noun from before the 12th century. One of the small bulbs, as in garlic, developed in the axils of the scales of a large bulb. Got the large bulb and the small bulbs, and the small bulbs are the cloves. This is from Old English, clufu, akin to the Old English cleophon, which means to cleave. Uh, yeah, probably because the large bulb has been cleaved, or it looks like it's been cleaved into smaller pieces, and then the cleaves are the cloves. Haha. <laughs> Second form of clove, past tense of cleave. Third form of clove, noun from the 13th century. The dried flower bud of a tropical tree of the myrtle family that is used as a spice and is the source of an oil. And then also just this tree is called clove. This tree right here. These scientific names are Sisygium uh, aromaticum and then also Eugenia aromatica. This is from the Anglo-French clou, C-L-O-U and then in parentheses it says des de. Garofle, how do you say that? It's, it's French de garofle? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Clove of something. Uh, By the way, that literally means nail of clove. So I said I didn't know what it meant, but then I read more, and then I knew what it meant. Nail of clove. But I think the clow, clue, is the clove, so it's backwards. It's spelled in Anglo-French clove of nail, but it actually means nail of clove, unless clow is nail should I look this up? Should I put some information in the show notes to fix the mistakes that I make? Probably I should do that. Yeah. And then also Latin, claus, which means nail. So nail. Nail, nail is clove, but clove, nail of clove? I don't know. I'm so confused. It's interesting that if clow in Anglo-French means nail, then gerofla means clove, but the nail word is more similar to clove and what, how did that happen? I would love it. If somebody could explain this to me, um, there are, I mean, I've heard of clove cigarettes, so I'm guessing that's what this is. And I know that there is an old school chewing gum called clove or something like that. Uh, so it's also probably related to this. Next is clove hitch. Two words. Noun from circa 1969, a knot, K-N-O-T, securing a rope temporarily to an object as a post or spar, and consisting of a turn around the object, over the standing part, around the object again, and under the last turn. And then it says to see the knot illustration. So the definition very clearly, sort of clearly, described how to do the knot. Uh, A turn around the object, yeah. Yeah well i'll I'll think I may read that later maybe we could do it now a turn around the object over the standing part around the object again and under the last turn this is from middle English cloven or clove which means divided from the verb clevin which means to cleave so it's like the the knot it's there's it, there must be a cleave that must be like splitting itself in half or something like that I don't know knots. Next is cloven. It's the past participle of cleave. Just like uh, clove was the past. They're similar, but different. Next is cloven foot. Two words, noun from the 13th century. The synonym is cloven hoof. Uh, Because it's a foot and a hoof. It's the same kind of thing. Cloven footed is an adjective. And next we have cloven hoof or hoof. Noun from 1611, one a foot as of a can't talk as of a sheep, divided into two parts at its distal extremity. Number two, it uh, has its own etymology. It is the sign of devilish character, and this is from the traditional representation of Satan as cloven hoofed. Cloven hoofed is also an adjective. Next is clove pink, two words, noun from 1804. And we have the number two definition for the word carnation. Next is clover, noun from before the 12th century. Whenever I say these words, I always overemphasize them, clover. Um, number one, any of a genus of low leguminous herbs having trifoliolate trifoliate, I don't know how to say this word, trifoliolate, trifoliolate leaves and flowers in dense heads and including many that are valuable for forage and attractive to bees. Two, any of various, oh wait, the genus name by the way is Trifolium. Number two, any of various related plants uh, of the legume family and the genera for that one are Melilotus. Lespedeza, lespedeza or medicago, medicago there is a phrase in clover or in the clover and that means in prosperity or in pleasant circumstances this is from old English clafra from old high German clio which means clover um, yeah these are just the things well I guess the next one is a uh, Maybe more similar, but uh, you want to look for a four-leaf clover, and sometimes people find other ones. Next is clover leaf, one, one word, first form, adjective from 1915, resembling a clover leaf in shape. Yeah, we'll probably have to post a picture of a clover or a clover leaf or both. Second form of clover leaf, noun from 1931 an interchange between two major highways that allows traffic to change from one to the other without requiring any left turns or crossings, and that from above resembles a four-leaf clover. Next is Clovis, capital C-L-O-V-I-S, adjective from 1956, of or relating to a widely distributed prehistoric culture of North America characterized by leaf-shaped flint projectile points having fluted sides. And this is from Clovis, New Mexico. So I'm sure that's where they found these things. And our last word, we are getting into a short new section. It is the word clown, C-L-O-W-N. Would it be great to have a clown on this episode? This is the first form. The second form will be in the next episode, Noun from 1563. One, synonyms. Hmm, I've never heard this before. The the synonyms are farmer and countryman. Yeah. Two, a rude, ill-bred person. And the synonym is boor, B-O-O-R. Three, A, a fool, jester, or comedian in an entertainment. In an entertainment. That's what it says. As a play. Specifically, a grotesquely dressed comedy performer in a circus. 3B, a person who habitually jokes and plays the buffoon. And then uh, 3C, we have the number 1B definition for the word joker. Um, It's just fun to be a clown and be dumb and uh, joking and a buffoon. It's, I don't know, I just kind of like it. Um, Oh, Etymology. This is probably of lower German origin, akin to the Frisian or Frisian. I think that's that uh, abbreviation. Uh, the Frisian word clone, C-L-O-N-N-E. And that means clumsy fellow. Uh, also from the Old English, "clin" or klein, which means lump of metal. So that's interesting. Lump of metal a frisian word but like Friz like we don't know that language yeah Frisian. we don't know that but we our word clown is probably a from it everybody loves a clown right no i think some of you hate clouds clowns clowns everybody loves clouds though um so the words today were clout clove clove hitch cloven foot cloven hoof clove pink clover cloverleaf clovis and clown i think i'm gonna pick clown as the word of the episode because they're okay they can be weird and creepy but in general they're all right um and i already sang a song so i don't get to sing a song about clowns what is that song oh my god why can i not think of it clown bring out the clowns but there's another one isn't there something about the tears of a clown but i don't know that song all right That is it for the words. Let's go to the holidays. In, uh, let's see, internationally, it is uh, the Sunday nearest to this date. The Sunday closest to today. What is today? Today is a Thursday. So I guess would that be the next Sunday? Would that be August 29th? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a go topless day. So if your city or state or country allows you to, you can go topless. Uh, in Namibia, I don't think I said that correctly. Namibia, it is Heroes Day. Also, maybe Herero Day, which is either a mistake here or uh, also what is it is called. In Papua New Guinea, it is Repentance Day. Um, let's save that one for the end because that is a good one. It's National Dog Day. In the US, Australia, Canada, UK. In Venezuela, it is Bosque Art uh let's see some fun holidays make your own luck day musical yoga day so do you have to play music while you're doing yoga or do you listen to music while you're doing yoga or do you yoga while you're playing music in the uk it is national burger day it's national cherry popsicle day it's national toilet paper day what are you supposed to do on national toilet paper day uh, National Web Mistress Day. Oh, so that's like, uh, you know, probably a, a woman who runs a website or web something. Uh, that would be a web mistress, I guess. It's Thoughtful Thursday. And then finally, it is Women's Equality Day. And, uh, yeah, like, can, that's good that we're celebrating that. Do you think that we will have Women's Equality Um, now this just says the U S but maybe we need it everywhere. Oh, Canada also, but, um, you know, maybe women are more equal in other countries. And so they don't need to celebrate it because they've already done it. Why can't we do it? U S and Canada. Let's get on that. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.